Mind Fudgers, and welcome to episode 39 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... George Tripsis on the mic! And George Tripsis on the mic. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Hey! Hey! What's up? <laughs> What's up? We're just going to do this the whole episode. <laughs> We're just going to do this the whole episode. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so one of you is obviously Andy, and the other one is George. It's not true. Uh, nope, not at all. I want to apologize for this episode taking so long to be released, guys. Uh, we actually recorded an episode 39 with our guest, Ashley, last time, and uh, the episode got corrupted. So it took a while. I spent hours trying to salvage the file. Um, Stupid computers. And I just couldn't do it. So we're re-recording the Jobs episode. Uh, all new jokes, hopefully all new funny stuff. 10% but, uh, funnier. Guaranteed. Since, since you guys back. were nice enough to give us Ask the Nuts questions for Jobs, we've got to follow through and let you guys hear our answers. So... That's why this week's theme is jobs. I mean, it was chosen originally by George. Uh, George, why did you pick jobs? I thought it would be a funny topic for us to talk about since you guys talk about your uh, past experiences at your previous jobs so much. I figured it would be entertaining to embellish a little more. He means McDonald's. I know he does. Okay. (laughs) And the pawn shop. And EMT. And the what? When you were an EMT. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Did you? No, I just misunderstood you completely. (laughs) And the emting. What? EMT. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. EMT. Well, let's move on to this week's Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Uh, Question number one. Andy, what is the best job you ever had? One I've got now. What are you doing? I'm an operator at a power plant. AKA sit on his butt all day, do nothing. Oh, yeah. Like Homer Simpson. Uh... No. Lights come on, you cover them up with duct tape. (laughs) (laughs) We take the bulbs out, actually. (laughs) Oh, we don't need this. Let's, uh... Fall asleep on the job. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've read, like, 40 books this year while working. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of of downtime. Okay, I can relate. What about you, George? Uh, Best job I've ever had. Uh, It's going to be a tie between working at Blockbuster and uh, when I was a video production... Uh, assistant producer assistant kind of deal at the video production house here in Houston. Cool. Uh, what did you What did you do there? Uh, well, Blockbuster is just a regular clerk, but but you I, get to watch a lot of movies. Yeah, watch movies, get to recommend movies, make fun of people for their movie choices. You know, fling stuff across the poop. store. Yeah, poop sometimes. Uh, it's always there in the back corner. And then yeah. uh, when I was uh, assistant production manager, I just did everything under the sun for video production. So you were a fluffer. <laughs> sometimes i guess that that counts under the sun it does <laughs> and under the table yeah we uh we worked on like high-end commercials here in houston like uh, academy and fiesta and stuff like that and it was fun it's uh my dream job is to make commercials and videos and movies and stuff so it fits right in my dream job is to watch commercials right on yeah all right well that's one question we're not gonna have to answer for <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the best job I ever had is probably the one I have now as well. I work as a system administrator slash tech support guy for a company that makes software for automotive dealerships. It's fun. It's uh, computer stuff, which I enjoy, but I'm also got a lot of downtime like Andy. So I get to watch a lot of movies and read a lot of books and work on our comic and do other stuff in the interim when the, the world isn't burning down. So it's kind of like in that IT show, the IT crowd. Never seen I like it. that. Show. You never seen the IT crowd? No. Oh, it's so good. I watched, I've co- seen something I, I watched a couple seen? episodes actually, but I, I never, I never watched it. You don't diligently. like British humor though, huh? Not, not so much. I'm not yeah. huge on British stuff. Yeah. Okay. I love I like Monty it. Python. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you should give it another shot. You might like it. Maybe. All right. Next question, Andy. What is the worst job you ever had? 
Uh, when I was an EMT? No. <laughs> no. AMC. Fuck AMC. What would you do at AMC? So, I was a uh, fucking snack bar guy. A fucking, you were fucking the snack bar guy? Yes, George, yes. <laughs> they paid you for that? <laughs> wow. Yeah, not very well. Though. All right, snack boys, time for fucking coming back. Well, how do you think they got all that, uh, you know, butter alternative for the popcorn? <laughs> the alternative butter. Yeah. Uh, but my first day there, they put me on one of the satellite stations, didn't tell me what to do with anything, and just said, here, run this. Is the satellite stations the one that's not in the lobby? It's the ones off on the sides? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I burnt a thing of popcorn immediately. How, isn't it automatic? When it gets hot, it just tips over on no. its own? No. You have to tilt it yourself. Oh, I thought, they're, I thought they're yeah. automatic. I thought so too. Did you uh, did you sell it to people? No, but I don't know if you guys. You could have smell. Ever Here's the burnt, burnt popcorn's oh, yeah. the worst smell ever. Yeah. But a a movie theater sized batch of burnt popcorn. That's a lot of popcorn. Stinks up the entire building, and they're like, "Wow, you have really fucked up." And I'm like, "It's my first day. What do I do?" And they're like, and "You're like, you never made popcorn before. Go home. You don't work here anymore." <laughs> Yeah, they tried to write me up, and I was like, you never trained me, and you set me off by myself. And then they were like, well, can you clean a bathroom? And I'm like, with stinky popcorn. You lied on your resume. It says here you have popcorn-making experience. <laughs> I don't think I had a resume. <laughs> I put Orville Redenbacher's in my microwave once. Does that count? It does count. I put Orville Redenbacher as one of my references. <laughs> None of that surprises me. Nope. They yeah. did not call and check either. It's their own damn fault. Sounds like it. And also, he's dead. So, I mean, there's that. After the popcorn incident. Yep. Yeah. What about you, George? What's the worst job you ever had? Worst job I ever had is when I was a salesman slash marketing coordinator for a uh, local company here in Houston. I don't want to say the name because a, a lot of people I know still work there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to say that. You, you had a dick boss who you like to mock all the yeah, time? I yeah, I had a dick boss uh, who had a very thick accent that I... More than certain that he's heard me make fun of him a lot. Oh, it's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, if you listen to our accents uh, game a couple episodes back, you can hear a little bit of that. Yeah, I always tend to fall back in that accent. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that was probably the worst job because he was an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Called me fat a couple of times. What a dick. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm fat. You don't need to tell me. No. Yeah. What a dick. Maybe if you wear some makeup, you'll look pretty. I once had I once had a guy who was a manager at McDonald's tell one of my female employees that, and I was like, "What the fuck? Jesus Christ! How can you get away with saying that kind of stuff?" Was that Antonio? It was right. Mantonio. Mantonio. <laughs> yeah. I've heard very infamous things about Mantonio. No, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, about, uh, what was your worst job? My worst job was working at a Schlotzky's. Um, I did that Schlotzky's. for about three months when I was in college. Um, what, was, what was so bad about it? Well, what was bad about it is that the owners were a husband and wife team, mm. and the wife was not there very often. So the husband was sleeping with all the girls that worked oh, at shit. the Schlotzkys. Like at the Schlotzkys? Sometimes, yeah. Gross. And uh, he promoted me to crew trainer because I had management experience from all my time at McDonald's. And then we'd get like the lunch rush, and he'd be like, okay, I need this girl and this girl to come with me, and they'd disappear and I'd be like, oh, shit, I'm, like, making all the sandwiches and dicing up all the food and doing the front counter. Was he into, like, using food for... I don't <laughs> He's really like, I know. need these salamis. I, I, I was honestly kind of oblivious to it at first until the girl started complaining to me about the harassment and stuff. And then I was like... Hey, now is definitely the time to come out about that. Yeah, I was like, well, I, you know, if you, if you really have a problem, I mean, you can tell me and I can confront him. 
or you can tell his wife, and like that kind of ends the problem right there. Or call the corporate people, right? Because yeah. it's still a franchise, but it's they still franchise, have to file, yeah. fall under corporate I was standards. Like, you really need to talk to HR, or you know, just tell his wife. I mean, I'm sure that's way more effective than telling me. Way more effective. <laughs> but I, I, I had one girl who wanted me to confront him, and I did. And he, he was like, uh, "You don't know what you're talking about." And he's like, "If you tell my wife anything, I'll kill you." And I was just like. Okay, whatever. Did you tell his wife anyway? I, I didn't do anything, and then he took me off the schedule the next week, and then I was fired the week after that. And I was just <laughs> like, okay, yeah, this is fair. Try to stand up for people, and then uh, see what happens. But it was a shit job anyway. It's never working at Schlossky's, people. That's, that's a shitty company. I don't ever want to eat at a Schlossky's. Everything has a black olives on it. I, I, I can't even stand the smell of black olives anymore. I'm, gr- I'm Greek, so there's olives in a lot of our foods. We used to get big-ass, giant, like painter's buckets full of black olives to put on on all the sandwiches you couldn't leave the place without reeking of black olives so i just i can't do it anymore Every now we know what to get you for christmas olives. no black olives <laughs> no black olives uh andy question number three who took our jobs immigrants wow no way. wow that's stupid that's that's a bit if rough. you have a job that can be taken by someone who has no references and doesn't speak the language you have a shit job <laughs> <laughs> uh, my answer is the Rubits. The Rubits? Rubits took our jobs, or taking people, our jobs. Some yeah, people, a sure. lot, actually. Um, for me, it was the Goobacks. Mm. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> As you know, I'm, I'm a South Park fan, and no. this, this question comes directly from the episode where people from the future come back in time to take jobs so that they can make money for their <laughs> grandchildren. For the future. For the future, because they're out of jobs in the future. That's right. And all the rednecks can't handle it. They're like, they took our derbs. Yeah, you never mentioned you like South Park before. No, this is, this never. Is, this is the first time I've ever heard of it. it. My obsession is getting like pretty bad right now. So, <laughs> Well, with the f- phone game out and the new game out. And the TV series just killing it this season. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's so good. I haven't watched it in a while. One of the best seasons in a while. So, yeah, I'm, I'm big into South Park. There so. you go. Anyways, that does it for Mind Malters. Let's move on. It's time for casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Casseroles! That's right, Joe. Casseroles. <laughs> I was going to say roll call, but it's all right. I was going uh, that way. Andy, who's your casserole for the week? The FCC. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Fuck those guys. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to make an argument. And base it on nothing factual at all, and then try to screw everyone over. Everyone. In the face of huge opposition and people telling me, no, I'm wrong. You are, you are wrong. Double down on it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what he's talking about. Net neutrality kind of stuff? Yeah, net neutrality. Um, then you're going to have to pay $10. You're going to have to pay a lot more money to your ISP just to like watch Netflix. <laughs> Hey, or, Netflix just went up on their prices recently, too. You know, and, and like people like Comcast are coming out and saying that it's not going to be major changes and it won't affect anything. Bullshit. They're really just trying to shut down illegal sites and, and downloading and stuff like that. But I mean, it's a slippery slope. Like, yeah, but where, where, does the, where does the line get drawn, basically? Where does the line even stop? The there is no line. Yeah, that's exactly. The, thing. the line's gone now. So they, they can slowly make it worse and worse and worse until it's to the point where it like have they voted on that yet or they're still debating on it the official vote the official vote is still is coming still but i mean things that have been said make you think that the fcc is full of morons who are going to do the wrong thing well 100 percent they are yeah yeah and there's only five of them one of them did an ama recently saying he's hoping that they would vote uh for net neutral against what 
They don't want the more. FCC to, uh, yeah. For net neutrality. Yeah, they don't want to put limitations on shit. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but I mean, that's a good casserole. Yeah. yeah. Casseroles. I have, I have the best casseroles. You you do, this time at least. George, what about you? Who's your uh, casserole for the week? My casserole this week is the, uh, the craze of flat earthers showing up everywhere. This is a good week for casseroles. It what, is a good week for casseroles. What, what the fuck is happening to the world and people? Have they not seen the... Sa- I mean, they believe that the earth is flat. Yeah, and they use GPS to drive their cars, which is entirely... And they, they also believe that gravity is a lie. What? Yeah, this is the reasoning. And they think there Antarctica is an ice wall. Like the Great Wall of fucking... Uh, like whatever's in Game of Thrones, whatever, the ice wall. Yeah. They think we have something like that. That's what Antarctica is. But the wildlings haven't come south ever. <laughs> and there's one guy who also thinks, like, beyond the ice wall, there's more, like, land that the government's not telling us about. Right. Well, that makes sense. So so our hero, Elon Musk, as we've talked about many times on the show. He t- old Musky. He, uh, we're going to start calling him that. Old Musky. Good old Musky. <laughs> he tweeted uh, the Flat Earth Society, and he says, why is there no Flat Mars Society? And they responded, and they said, hi, Elon, thanks for the question. Unlike the Earth, Mars has been observed to be round. We hope you have a fantastic day. <laughs> oh, so we're the only one that's... Get the fuck out of here. We're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, and the, the fact that they're getting so popular and they're amassing more people, they have an international convention that happens now every year. And it's getting bigger and bigger every year. It's, you know who never goes there? Astronomers. It's so, an astronomer should go to slap them fucking straight. Anyway, there's a, a good documentary uh, coming out pretty soon from Vice about flat earthers. I, I think it's coming on tonight or tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, check it out if you can. Vice News is pretty great. I like their stuff, and uh, I don't know. It's just it blows my mind that anybody can believe that. Anyone believes that? Yeah, I mean, with so much proof to prove otherwise. I mean, just the concept of gravity itself like proves that the world's right. round. And if the Earth was flat, uh. All the water would be in the center. It it doesn't make sense. Like because if if you take gravity in in uh, the way it works now, that's why the Earth is round because of gravity, right? Are you yes. working with me here? Because yes. everything pulls toward the center. Yeah. All right. So if the Earth was flat and we still had gravity, everything would be going off in like weird directions as opposed to in the center. Yes. But the water itself will pull to where the gravity is the strongest. It it doesn't make any sense. And no, it doesn't. How they believe any of it. Just like cheese on a pizza. I mean, you can sail east and go from one continent to another. Right. Like, you can still go all the way around. How does that even work? In flat earth theory, that doesn't make sense. You would hit a wall at some point. There's there's a time portal that, like, shoots you from one side to the other. That that actually happened on a DuckTales episode recently. Okay, well... My favorite meme is that guy who posted up a picture on the flat earth or uh, society page. About like dinosaurs on the Earth, and then a uh, a meteor hits the flat Earth, and it you know rocks them off the Earth. <laughs> they fell off the planet, is what happened to them. Yeah. So they're just floating around in space right now. <laughs> That's what happened to all the mammoths. Sounds about right. It's hilarious. Sounds about right. Or, the humans were the only one. Oh, cavemen were the only ones to hang oh, on. Oh shit! Holding on to the ground. <laughs> well, I don't know if my casserole is quite as good as your guys's, but uh, it's we're a, gonna judge you a more it. personal one at least. The, uh, the last episode that we tried to record is my casserole because I spent about six hours trying to recover that file. Technology. And uh, just couldn't get the corrupted stuff to work. And I don't, I don't know. One of our cables is going bad in our mixer. But 
And Basically, that's why we're starting a Patreon soon. Are we? I, I don't know. We maybe, should. Maybe we should probably. We, should. we need we need point. new equipment. We, we need we, we need money for stuff. Hmm? We should at least say that we're going to. Yeah, we should. No, we we should because it's it's time to upgrade our equipment. I agree with that. But uh, yeah, that's my casserole. Whenever things just don't work like they're supposed to, like this past episode, it's a uh, really frustrating. So can imagine that does it for casseroles. Casseroles. And he forgot his line. Let's move on to consumption. Consumption. Consumption! <laughs> Andy, what have you been consuming this week? I have been consuming Pathfinder Adventures on my phone. Okay. Uh, it's a dice rolling game where you're also deck building based on basically Dungeons and Dragons characters. Fuck those decks. It's really good. Hmm. So it's a D&D game for your phone. Yeah, basically. Except... Uh, I mean, they, they kind of do away with the D20 system and make it a little bit different, but it's good. It's good. Uh, it meshes well with uh, the normal play style of D&D, so I like it. Right on. Yep. All right. What about you, George? What are you assuming? Uh, so now Thanksgiving is over and uh, Christmas is right around the corner. It's time to start watching holiday movies and also movies that I watch pretty much every time around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been watching some holiday movies, watched Nightmare Before Christmas again, and then we watched uh, uh, Mr. Bean's Holiday Special, which okay. is really good if you haven't seen it. And then we also watched uh, one of those Mickey Mouse movies on Netflix. Fantasia? No, it was a Christmas one. It was oh, like, okay. uh, I, I don't remember uh, the name of it. Fantasia Christmas? Yep. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> you hit it right ahead. And also... Uh, Prepping for Star Wars coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, watched all the Ridge Tridge. And then also... Uh, are, you, are you coining that term, a Ridge Tridge? Can yeah. We, it's, can we it's never new. hear it again? <laughs> <laughs> I watched 20 minutes of Rogue One, the original trilogy, and then Force Awakens. Why only 20 minutes? Because that's the only good part of Rogue One. It's a very slow and plotting movie. It's a stupid fucking movie. It has... <laughs> want to burn it except for the last 20 minutes i don't even know what bothans are and i just watched a movie about them you know <laughs> I, I thought it was good but i mean it's, it's not, not it's not it's not movie. great you know it's worse than installment in the new franchise there's only two so okay i mean that's fair force yeah Wiggins there's only better. two <laughs> force Awakens is a lot better but anyways yeah anyway yeah so there's that don't watch rogue one just watch the last 20 minutes fair enough prep yourself for the ridge tridge a ridge tridge. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I've been playing a shitload of South Park Phone Destroyer. Shocking! Uh, You've been destroying your phone. Well, no, it's a new mobile game. I think it came out in uh, early November, late October, something like that, but I just discovered it a few weeks ago. I think it came out with uh, the same day as the new game came out. Maybe Or, so. or like the, the same week. But uh, it's a card-based battle game where you pvp against people online and you earn new characters and the cool thing is they do events that tie into what's actually going on on the tv series each week so every week whatever the show's about they have a themed event where you can unlock characters that were in that show or different items that were related to the show um the storyline's pretty funny although it's simple um but really the pvp and the strategy behind it is where the game gets its replayability i'm having an absolute blast with it Uh, you should definitely check it out if you have not it's free to play can pay money to buy packs or get upgrade items faster or things like that. But haven't, you don't, haven't they learned their lesson? You don't have to. EA learned their lesson from that shit. 
EA that took it to the extreme. <laughs> to be fair, I'm surprised. Like, if any of us were more of gamers, I think EA would have been our casserole at some point. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, I did an episode with Metal Geeks. That's, we did a whole episode about that. So, yeah. But I mean, it doesn't really impact me. I just think it's funny to laugh at. It is. It's funny, and it's. I won't be buying the game. So yeah, probably not. I got burnt on the first one. I'm not going to buy another one. The first one was fine for what it was. It just wasn't. It wasn't much really of the a game. It wasn't a game. Yeah. I bought three levels. Is what I bought. It was multiplayer though. It was fun. I fucking hate the multiplayer. I hate multiplayer. The flying stuff was fun. Flying stuff is cool, and the heroes and villain stuff is cool. But I died to like twelve year olds all It'll the time. But I mean that happens in Halo and stuff anyways. So. Right. So that's gonna happen in every game. <laughs> yeah, it's why I like one player games. They're easier. I play at my own pace. I like to be better than everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an understatement of the year, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for consumption. <laughs> Let's move on to tell us something nutty. George, what do you got for us? Uh, so when I was working at Blockbuster, one of the craziest moments that ever happened there was uh, I was stocking the shelves in the family section and the comedy section. And if you look at my store, there's a bay of windows to the left and the family... With a four-lease sign in it. And it has the... Uh, all the windows are on the left side and uh, it kind of goes around the caddy corner. And on the other side of the building, it's all brick. Okay. And so I'm in the in the section where all the uh, family and comedy section is, where all the windows are. And I just finished putting up all the videos, and there's like maybe two people in the store, but they're all on the other side at the horror and suspense section. And um, I'm at the register, just minding my own business, and I finish checking out this lady. She's going to her car, and moments later, like maybe three or four minutes go by, all of a sudden you hear... Boom-boosh, and then bam right through the fucking store like an explosion went off in the store Jeez. the lady thought she had it in reverse but it was in drive and she drove through the the parking bump thing whatever i don't remember what's called divider no no, no the, the thing where you park your car they have a little the median median thank you she jumped over the median over the curve and into the store Jeez. so she exploded through the bay of windows crashed through the family section so had there been any children in the store they would have been dead and st- i hate family movies <laughs> ah! and she stopped halfway into the store before she finally hit the break it was fucking insane like movies and shit whenever and when it happened it all happened in slow motion and shit it looked cool for a minute but i was like fuck i'm gonna get in trouble <laughs> why would you get in trouble well, i don't know because who else is gonna how clo- could you let this happen you should have stopped the I w- car. <laughs> it was my closing <laughs> shift so who else is gonna clo- clean that shit well, yeah, I mean, you probably had to clean up the mess. And then, I mean, like, calling my boss and explaining to him, I was like, uh, there's a car in the store. <laughs> He's like, what? Like, a lady drove her car into the store. And he was like, all right, I'm, I'm be there. And all you just I'll come down. Yeah, he's just like this old crotchety old man. He's just like cursing, like has his hands like on the side <laughs> like this, and like he doesn't have them in a fist or whatever. He like puts his wrists all sassy like. Yeah, all sassy like, <laughs> and he has a gut, and he has like a Santa Claus beard and these glasses, and he's just like just cursing up a storm, like, looking oh, at the mess. No, no, no. What happened? And just cursing like motherfucking bitch, going through the car, doesn't know how to drive a fucking car, bitch, bitch. It was funny. Anyway, so that's what insurance is for, right? Yeah. Well, you know. Blockbuster had that whole problem like a few months later with Netflix coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about the weirdest thing that ever happened at my Blockbuster was like there's this one creepy dude that used to always try to rent the softcore porn. He would like take the movies out and put them inside of like kids' movies. Oh, that's weird. And bring those up and he'd be like, I want to rent these. And I'd open them up and be like, this is not the right movie. Like, Backdoor Sluts 9 is not. <laughs> 
This is like little Doctor Doolittle. This is the wrong movie. And which it is which, definitely not softcore. Which one are you trying to rent? And he's like, uh, Doctor Doolittle. That that one. <laughs> I always judged people. I was like, oh, I when they would get like a softcore porn title, I'd mm-hmm. like recite it really loud. I would too. It was hilarious. So it was like Ava in space, and when they were late. Oh, you, remember you had to I like, always, charge I, them fees if they were I late? I never charged anyone fees. If they were late on softcore porn, I would always charge them fees. <laughs> and I would read it back so to them as loud as I would read it back to them as loud as possible. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry, sir, I can't rent this to you because you were late With in returning fever, flesh. Fever, fever. Flesh Gordon was not returned on time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, that was uh, my uh, interesting, nutty story when I worked at Blockbuster. A lady drove through the store and. Made my Santa Claus of a boss get angry. All right. What about you, Danny? Do you have any uh, funny job stories? It's not my turn. It's your turn. I just told one. Let me go in order. I just told one. Ugh. <clears throat> so the other day at work, I brought in some California Reaper peanut brittle. Okay. California, what is... Carolina Reaper peanut brittle. What the is... hottest peppers in the world. In peanut brittle. In peanut brittle. So I uh, brought it in, and you know I'm barely able to eat any. Uh, but I'm giving it to people as they leave. I'm like, here, have some brittle. And <laughs> you most asshole. Are like, you don't even tell them that it's no. spicy? No, of course not. So I give it to one. <laughs> All we have to quench your thirst is this eggnog. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'd rather die. That's like a, like a saw game is what you're playing there. <laughs> you want to play a game? So he walks out of our little, uh, little fish bowl that we work in. And he walks into the plant and he's going home. And he's gotten about five feet when he takes his first bite of brittle. And he stops. He turns back around, runs in the door, throws the brittle in the trash, and looks at me and goes, you motherfucker. And what if someone's like seriously allergic to like spice stuff? Who cares? Oh, okay. I mean, if you if you know Andy on any level and he gives you food like that, you are you should know what you're getting yourself into. These are his coworkers. They're supposed to like you know. Yeah, but they're going home, so fuck them. I'm just starting. <laughs> they're off the shit. clock. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it wouldn't matter if like like if Andy brought me peanut brittle of any kind, I would assume there's taint on it of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in my asshole first. <laughs> I don't rub things on my taint. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. It'd be tainted somehow. Yeah, yeah. I'd make sure you eat it first. That's why I give you sealed food when I give you food. Yeah, yeah. It's appreciated. Yeah. So he, you know, he's completely bald. Except he recently died. He his... grew some hair. <laughs> like oh. hair's like grown out of his head. Motherfucker's <laughs> <laughs> hot. <laughs> so hot he started growing hairs. <laughs> and he's got his little uh, little horseshoe around his bald head, and it's it's normally white, but he dyed it black, and then expected no one to notice. He and just sweating a storm, off. isn't he? The top of his head is beet red. I mean, like the reddest I've ever seen anything. And I was like, oh yeah, it's a little hot. He drank like a gallon of water. Water doesn't help. No, that's why you drink like a gallon. You need like milk or bread or something. Sugar, sugar, works. sugar works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why it wasn't as bad as it could be because it was peanut brittle, whole mess of sugar in it. <sighs> Never gonna have anything from Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. At the fire station, people were worried I'd put semen in the food when I was making it. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like they told me that, and I was like, "Why would you worry about that?" It's like, that's mine. I keep that for myself. <laughs> this is for me. <laughs> Fun fact, vegan uh, frosting, or no, gluten-free frosting, full of almost semen. almost exactly like semen. Okay. Gross. All yeah. right. 
That's why you don't eat gluten-free. I had to make a gluten-free cake for a friend. I sent her a picture and I was like, it's being made with love. And you put a lot of peanut brittle spice no. crap in it? No. It was right. chocolate. That wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll move on to this week's hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? What do you got for us? All right, so uh, for this week's hot fudge, I uh, wanted to shed some light on uh, some jobs that I thought were weird or just plain odd. So, uh, rectal thermometer tester. <laughs> uh, so one of them I thought was weird was a snake milker. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I didn't uh, even know snakes have nipples. <laughs> that's what I thought they were going with the first no, time. They milk their teeth. It's their teeth. Yeah, it's their teeth. So snake milk extract venom from the world's most dangerous snakes. Uh, they extract venom often to create anti-venom for hospitals and can be sold up to $1,000 per gram. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, another odd job I thought was funny that Andy would be perfect for is uh, Odor Judge. I can oh, barely right. smell. Odor Judge performs odor tests that rates the effectiveness of hygiene products like soaps, body wash, deodorant, and mouthwash. Depending on what the product is, uh, the judge smells the, objects, the, the, the subjects, armpits, feet, or breath... <laughs> <laughs> and rate the odors on a scale of 1 to 10. <laughs> I mean, you told us about some of the girls you've been with. <laughs> Smelling armpits does not rank nearly that high compared or to some feet, of the other or, things or, you've done. Or breath. Uh, during one odor tester's 15 career, she sniffed approximately 5,600 feet and an undeterminate number of armpits. She won the Guinness World Record for most feet and armpits sniffed. Ugh. What a record. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, another one is a professional mourner. Uh, a professional mourner attends funerals and grieves for deceased. Uh, a company in England is called Rent a Mourner. Specializes in this industry, offering mourners for two hours, roughly around $70. I know a few people that would be perfect for that. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> and uh, another one is uh, another good job for Andy. Uh, chicken sexer. Oh yeah. <laughs> a chicken sexer determines hey, the chicky, sex. Chicky, chicky. <laughs> you come here often. <laughs> the chicken sexer determines the sex of a chick relying heavily on their intuition. Usually hired by commercial hatcheries, these professionals who are commonly used in the UK and Japan can make up to sixty thousand dollars a year. Boy, boy, boy oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, last but not least, which, you know, I, I kind of see the use for this, is uh, a professional line stander. Yeah. Uh, professional line standers do one thing. They just, you know, just wait in line. Uh, the professionals are usually busy during Black Friday or product launches like when new iPhones come out. Uh, rates vary, but one professional line stander told Business Insider that he can earn up to $1,000 a week. I mean, that's good money for just standing around. Doing I mean, nothing. That's a shitty job. <laughs> to be fair, I sit around, do nothing, and earn that almost that much in a shift. So there you go. Well, this guy didn't have to have any kind of training, or training, training, or anything. Yeah. yeah, and he gets to hang out with people. I bet that you're not making. Yeah, you make that sounds worse, George. What are you talking <laughs> I'm about? Sorry, I'm talking to the wrong people who like to interact <laughs> with people here. <laughs> All right. Well, those are some interesting jobs. Yeah. So that's this week's hot bitch. All right. Well, let's move on to ask the nuts then. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. Question number one, Andy, what is your dream job? Pudding taster. Pudding taster. 
I love pudding. Justin's a soup taster, so. <laughs> that is inaccurate. George. I, I also concur. That's also his dream job. No. Just George. him being covered with soup all day, just pouring oh, it on him. Yeah, just rubbing some jambalaya <laughs> on his chest. Uh, we had a conversation before the show about how much I dislike soup. So that's where this is coming it's from. It's a lie. <laughs> George. Uh, it's very obvious if you don't know me, I guess. Um, filmmaker is my dream job. Yeah. And a comic book creator is mine. Yeah. It should be fairly obvious. So. I, I just like telling stories. So that's how. I like telling stories as well. That's how it works. Yep. Uh, next question. Andy, how long is it acceptable to hate your job before quitting? Depends on how much you need the money and how well it pays. You always need the money. That's a mature answer. George. <laughs> God. I don't know. I worked at that shitty job that I hated the wor- the most for three years. That's because I couldn't find a better job that paid more. Yeah. So. Three any, years? <laughs> any more than three years, you should just kill yourself, I guess. I don't know. I did yeah. three years at the last job that I had. I hated that place. I did five at a job that I hated. Um, and, and you I, didn't kill yourself, so I congratulations. I myself, yeah. But I, I'm more patient than most people, I think, so. Well, I'm pretty patient. Yeah, but uh, but not as patient as Justin. Damn it! Yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah, he needs to be better. That's right. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> Next question. He's also the best at taking jokes. Thankfully, Andy, it's what good. what job did you want when you were ten years old? I wanted to be an archaeologist on some days and a firefighter on others. I mean, like certain days of the week, I'd be one, and certain days of the week, I'd be others. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So archaeologist, firefighter. But cool. only on Wednesdays. What about you, George? I wanted to be Indiana Jones. And I was heartbroken to find out that archaeologists don't do that. Well, Andy achieved half of his dream. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I did. So I did the next best thing. I became the guy who writes those stories like for Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, I wanted to be a garbage man when I was 10. <laughs> I had high aspirations. Very high aspirations uh, there. I have taken out the trash many times. Is that so why Oscar the Grouch is your favorite? I loved Oscar the Grouch, yeah. Oscar the Grouch was the best. Because yeah. he lived in the trash. Because he was surly and he hated everybody and everything. And lived in trash. He was my idol. <laughs> That's um, probably why. Except for I'm like an OCD germaphobe. <laughs> like, yeah, this would not work for you. I couldn't live in garbage. Like I could never be a hoarder. I could never be like that. So huh. He lives in a nice neighborhood but doesn't interact with anyone unless he has to. That's yeah. Justin. That's me. That's totally me. Yeah, we can see where it comes from now. Yeah, but I've taken out the trash many times, so I feel like I've achieved my goal. <laughs> a lot of people have taken out trash at least once. They're all garbage men and women. <laughs> You're, You're a garbage, garbage. You're a garbage Everyone's person. just garbage. Uh, next question. Andy, what is the perfect job for you when you retire from your main career? Uh, sleep study professional? Okay. Yeah. yeah I was going to say medical experimentation. <laughs> No, when, it, when I'm for you, for you, I mean, <laughs> just spraying like weird makeup on his face to see how he reacts to it. <laughs> his beard grows out like blue. <laughs> I'm all right with this. Uh, when I'm off work, I sleep like 10, 12 hours a day. But when I'm at work, I sleep like four hours a night or day, depending on what shift I'm on. So, all right, I've got some sleep debt. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It doesn't work that way, you know, right? It does work that way. Okay. It works that way in my mind. Okay. It works that way to an extent. Uh, so this is the job I would want after I retire. Yes. yes. Anything having to do with, like, hanging out on the beach doing nothing? Cabana boy. <laughs> like George is going to be a wrinkled old cabana boy. <laughs> maybe you're a fluffer. Maybe I'll, like, uh, like, be one of those people that, like, rents out boats, fishing boats or whatever, and I'll just drive people out to go big fish fishing whatever okay 
deep sea fishing yeah. tour guide or something. Or like get my uh, scuba diving certification and do that maybe in like Hawaii or something like that. Okay. Um, I think I'd like to learn to like cook or, uh, you know, do something like that. Maybe open my own restaurant that sells food that I like. There you go. Um, Picky eaters is what you should call it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's on the menu. <laughs> no soup. <laughs> We go off menu. Nope, we don't serve that. Nope, we don't serve that either. The people was like, hey, do you serve? Nope, we don't do that either. Sorry. You want mayonnaise? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> don't even talk to me, sir. You're you disgusting where you human being. In case you guys can't tell, I'm a picky eater. <laughs> That's the name of your uh, catering service, Picky Eaters. Yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> you and Carrie would be the only people that ever eat there. <laughs> uh, next question. Andy, would you ever be a henchman for a supervillain? Fuck yeah. Even though you know you're probably going to die. No, everyone else is going to die around me. Most henchmen don't make it. Unless unless you're the cool henchman. That's true. Like, think about it. If you're rushing into a fight with a superhero, you're probably not smart enough to do this job. While you guys are rushing into a fight with a superhero, I'm going to sneak off, lock that room, and then be like, Hey boss, I trapped him in there with like 50 people. Can you gas the entire room? And they'd be like, good job, you've been promoted to head henchman. But then I'd probably get fired for sexually harassing someone. (laughs) Sounds right. Timely. Very timely. What about you, George? Uh, It depends on the the boss, I guess. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, uh, if I'm smarter than my boss, then yeah, I could do it. Yeah, most definitely. Like for, like, uh, Monarch. Monarch is the perfect example for this question. Yeah, so I'd be one of those uh, henchmen. I'd be like number 21. Yeah, if you're smarter than your boss, I think uh, being a henchman would be a lot of fun. If you're dumber than your boss, though, no, you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah, you would be put up to, uh, to be killed, like anybody for the Joker. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Never work for the Joker. No, no. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> I, I, I always ask that question. Like, how does he get these people to work for him all the time? They must be desperate, is all it is. It must be like a temp agency that he is like put all their kids <laughs> through college. Oh, the Joker needs ten more. Uh, all right, time gonna, to go rob it's another. Gonna, it's uh, gonna be ten thousand a henchman. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Andy, what is the most regrettable thing you did or didn't do at work? Without really knowing one of my coworkers at my last job, I told her to calm her tits. Oh. All right. Oh, yeah. Luckily, she laughed her ass off at that. So now I send her pictures every once in a while. They're like funny phrases like calm your tit. Just one, though. Let the other one be crazy. That's your party tit. Yeah. That could have gone very badly for you. That could have gone really badly. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, George? Uh, I wish I would have like grabbed people's like memberships when I worked at Blockbuster and just cut it in front of them. <laughs> that would have been a very enjoyable to do. The look on their faces. Yeah, just the look on their faces because they couldn't afford to rent anything because of how much dues they owed or whatever. Uh-huh. I just wish I could have just like goodbye, sir. You know, or man. go to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> like get out of here. <laughs> go to the second tier rental store. Till we go out of business. Randall's video rental. <laughs> God, that place I used to rent movies from Randall's. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I thought it was supposed to be things that we actually did. Oh, things I regret that I've done? It said did or didn't do. Uh, I oh. always regretted cleaning the bathroom at Blockbuster. Every time. I would have just told them that it was employee only. No, it's a, it's a public bathroom. There's like no I key for it. I would have told them. Oh, well. There's no key for it. They could just walk in. I would have run back there and told them. <laughs> While they're peeing. No, you can't pee back here. No. Get, out, get out now. <laughs> hold it. Hold it. 
Pinch it off. Here's a rubber band. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> Put a plastic bag over there. Yeah, here's a rubber band and a sandwich bag. <laughs> you fill it, you buy it. Uh, the only thing I really regret doing is not just fucking unleashing myself on Mantonio. Like, I, that guy really just needed a good talking down to. Or at least, you know, punch in the face or something. Fuck that guy. So, I've always regretted that I didn't. All right, Just punch him in the face. Give that guy hell. Is this Mantonio worked at McDonald's? Yeah. Uh, he was he was horrible. He was a horrible human being. One of the worst people I ever met. Yeah. Yeah. And his name is not Antonio. His name is Mantonio. Sure. Well, remember I was trying not to say his name, and then Andy said it rhymes with Mantonio. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You which, just, uh, might as well just call him not Antonio at that point. Which uh, might give it away a little bit, just Sam. <laughs> San Antonio. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Andy, what is one job you would not do for all the money in the world? One job I would not do for all the money in the world? Uh, I wouldn't do any job for all the money in the world. That would crash the economy and then we'd all die. Okay, what's one job you wouldn't do for an extreme amount of money? There's not one. There's not one? No. Nothing. We've talked about Nothing. this. I will do literally anything if the price is right. All right. Okay. No standards. I worked in EMS. I've literally cleaned poop. Okay. George? Gosh, this is a really tough question. I, I don't want to clean up trash or poop. Or, so there's or, no amount of money that you can Or work in the food that. or like fast food service. But if you're getting paid 300 grand a year to work at a McDonald's, you would do it. As the manager? Even as a clerk, you just slack off if you're a clerk. <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do? Fire you? You've got a magic job. I don't know. It's hard because I just I don't ever want to work at a fast food service. But it's all the money in the world. You know, it's like it's like so much money that it's you can't say no to. Yeah, it. you're not wrong. But at the same time. Is there anything so disgusting that you would not do? I, I wouldn't want to, like, clean people's houses or trash. His. For any amount yeah, of money? Yeah. It's a million it's, dollars a year to clean somebody's house. It. It depends how nasty the house is. I'd be in like I don't give a the shit. worst hoarder's house. And there's forty-two dead cats. <laughs> I'd be putting gas bag on and going in there. That's so I much don't money. No, man, it's it's. I don't, I really don't know. I don't know if I have a. I probably would do it. How depending on how bad I needed the money, I guess. I, I had to go determine whether or not a body was dead in the I've middle of summer. Before. In the middle of summer. Oh yeah. Well. In an abandoned apartment, and even though you can smell it three hundred yards away. You still have to go in there and put eyes on the body. Right. You got to touch the pulse. No. No? No. Not if it's obvious. <laughs> like decomposing and shit? Yeah. He looks alive to me. <laughs> His ribs are poking out. But you got to nah, go in there. Nah, he's fine. You got to go in there and you got to look. Walk just... it off. Rub a little dirt on it. <laughs> I didn't even get paid for that. Well, volunteering. You, you got robbed. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, I really don't have a good answer for this. I don't think there is a good answer for this. Because eventually, I don't know how bad anything could be to where I wouldn't do the job. Exactly. But I don't want to do the job. So that's the thing. You guys worry about wants and stuff. You I don't, gotta do the job. I, I think the only jobs that I would turn down are the ones that would... That have a higher probability of death than not. Oh, okay, I can see that. Okay, like, uh, all right. Like, if there's more than like a thirty percent chance of dying doing the job, you know, regardless of the amount of money, I don't think I would do it. Yeah, like going to go see if a volcano is active or something. I probably wouldn't do that. I would do that. I'd I mean, say, if you, like, to, if you know it's active, bro. You know you're gonna die. Like, say, say you make a hundred or one and a half million dollars for doing that. Uh huh. I could take 10 years off my job 
for that. And possibly die. So? I could possibly die at my job next week. That's true. You could die in a car wreck going to your job next week. Yeah, I'd do that for a year. And then take nine years off. I mean, like I was saying, there's really no... Uh... Like, I, I value my life more than money, so, uh, you know... <laughs> but if... you still get in a car and drive up 290. This is true. I take my life into my hands every day, uh, driving. Still, if there's more than, like, a 30% chance of death, I don't think I would take that job. Now, if it was, like, shrimp food tester, I wouldn't take it for all the money in the world, because I'm allergic. Well, yeah. I mean, that one... Same here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, his would be soup, mushroom taster. Soup tester. Soup tester. I don't think he would take it for any money in the world. <laughs> if it's too moist, I'm allergic to it. <laughs> that is false. <laughs> Pudding. <laughs> Pudding is delicious. We'll go with that. That would be a great job to have, right? Just a pudding taster or whatever? Dude, that's what I said. Yeah, that would be a great job. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, Andy, what is the highest number of jobs you think you could hold at one time? Uh, I've held four at once. Because you're insane. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm working the equivalent of two based on the number of hours. So, uh, it depends on how much work you're doing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, for me... The most amount of jobs I ever had at once was two. I worked uh, two jobs in college while being a full-time student, so I guess technically that's three. No. You can count student. I'm full, not going to allow that. Why? Because you don't have to do anything to be a student. You have to study. No. And do projects and write papers and shit. It's like one day a month. What? <laughs> you had to work a lot harder as a student. <laughs> anyway, uh, so probably three at most, but two is probably where I would cut off at anything. Because now I'm like, I have a full-time job and I'm a freelancer now, so that's... Yeah, I had three jobs one time. I was working at McDonald's and Blockbuster and Randall's at the same time. Not to mention we work on a comic. And going to school. Um, I, I think four is my absolute limit. You know, I think anything more than that and you're just stretching yourself way too thin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, next question. Andy, what jobs do you think your co-host would be the best at? A really negative movie critic? <laughs> yes. That's what I wanted. Justin's already the best at everything he does. So. <laughs> there you go. He's the best. Hey. <laughs> I'd say Justin, professional poker player. Yeah, I'd be good at that. You played yeah. poker for a while, didn't I did you? play poker. I made a decent money playing poker for a while, but it's been a long time since I've done that. But yeah, I would love to do that. I've never played again. poker in my life. I love gaming. Just period. George. Me, uh, me and Andy. Let's see. Andy Sup, bitch? would be uh, like one of those people who go to hotels or like restaurants and stuff and tell you about the like rate your experience, like a customer experience. A secret customer? Yeah, secret like, a, shopper? like a secret shopper or a secret restaurant goer or whatever. It does seem like it'd be fun. Yeah, you would just basically rail into everybody and I think you'd be pretty good. And it'd give be, everyone the hardest time. completely anonymous too. That's the part you would love. <laughs> Let's see. I think you, Justin, probably um, IT service. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just, you'd be perfect in IT. No, uh, I think you'd make a, a pretty good writer, man. And uh, I mean, you you write pretty good stories for uh, Horror Geek Life. And uh, I also think you're a great podcaster. You're good with people. So all right. there There's you go. There's only some way to pretty mix good. all those things together. It's kind of like what he does now. It's kind of what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living the dream. <laughs> Uh, get paid for it yet andy i think you'd be a great lumberjack really I'm a lumberjack and i'm okay sleep all night and you work all day you can't throw an axe for shit though that's for sure 
You don't have to, so long as you wear women's clothing. <laughs> and George, uh, you'd be a good film director. Yes. I know you would. Two jobs that I liked. Yeah. Now for the harder and more funny question. Andy, what jobs would be the worst for George and me? Oh, um, well, avoiding the obvious things like uh, shrimp taster. <laughs> oh, we're under a tornado warning. Oh, wow. Yeah. We could all die during this episode. Wouldn't that be great? Are the chances over 30% because I'm leaving? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Worst jobs. Film critic, but you have to be positive. That's not bad. I can't be positive. I just don't want to be. About terrible movies. Oh, god damn it. All movies. You have to watch every movie and you have to be positive about each one. That's that's, that's what he does for Horror Geek Life. and I, I don't know how he does it. Yeah, that pretty much is what you do. Kind of. Yeah, I think it's easy for him to see the silver lining, but I think it's damn near impossible for you to see the silver lining in a movie. <laughs> the credits happened. This was the silver lining. <laughs> it ended, thank God. <laughs> it could have been three hours. It was only two and a half. And Justin, uh, Comcast customer service representative. Okay, I can see that being frustrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or really, any other company that's just known for being terrible on their service yeah you have to deal with their customers especially if they don't what if it was like face-to-face customer service too Ugh, that'd be the worst yeah i used to i mean i used to work at mcdonald's i used to deal with people yeah but now large quantities of people on a day to day now you're older and you don't want to put up with that shit that's true i don't (laughs) you're not lying (laughs) what about you george uh for and is there really just a job i could pick for you you'd be like oh no that's not bad is there, every job. Yeah, any job I would say, like, oh, I'll do that. If the price I, right. I think it would be, uh, like, stool tester. Like, you just have to, like, examine people's stool. A taste the- or what? <laughs> sure, if that's what, what floats your boat. You and your corn, I don't know what Because <laughs> you like poop, you know, so... You talk about it, I know. I know, right? And it wouldn't be a mind fudge episode if we didn't talk about poop in some fashion. I mean, I've done some microbiology, so it's like... There you I go. Smelled those smells. Yeah, but I mean, like full-on poop samples. You just have to get in there without the gloves and stuff. And oh, that's just unhygienic. <laughs> uh, and as for he makes business cards, Andrew Jones, shit examiner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this card's a little bit. Ma- I would never wash my hands either. <laughs> yeah, they're all like have like a brown smudge on them, <laughs> like a brown thumbprint on it or something. <laughs> I'd shake everyone's hand. You hands. should make those fake the business double. cards anyways and like hand them out to people. That'd be fucking hilarious. Freelance gynecologist slash poop examiner. And just make them like a little bit sticky or something. Oh. What about me, George? Uh, for Justin, what would be a job that you just absolutely would hate? Not that I would hate the worst job for me. Oh, worst job? job well, I mean, job I would be the worst at. Job you'd be the worst at. Okay. Serving soup to people. <laughs> Why would you eat this? <laughs> Pretty much. Here's your shit water. God, here's your fucking shit water. <laughs> and I'm like, sir, can you taste this soup for me, please? I need to know how it tastes before I eat it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a good one for you, but uh, let me see. Oh, no, here we go. Having to read shitty comic books and reviewing it to everybody and then selling it, having giving out positive spin and selling it to people i used to do that for my other podcast <laughs> i've already had that job and i was okay at it <laughs> to be honest yeah shitty shitty books like 
that silver lining thing. The, the worst books you can imagine. And he's he just, oddly positive for someone who's so negative. Who hates everything, I know. That's I know, weird. I'm a conundrum. I'm weird, I know. He's an enigma. Yeah. Wrapped inside a conundrum. There you go. All right, your turn. Uh, Andy, you would be terrible as a CPS agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, George... Why is Andrew investigating himself again? <laughs> uh, you you would make an awful film critic. I mean, I know I know we harp on that a lot, but you 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 hate things too much. I don't hate things. I judge them appropriately. Appropriate is a, a strange word to choose there. That's because I'm right. <laughs> His feeling is if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. It's you're exactly what it is. Com. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we harp on that a lot. It's maybe not the funniest answer, but it is true. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, that does it for this week's Ask the Nuts. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. For hope Jobs you, Redo. Hope you enjoyed the uh, second effort of recording the Jobs episode. And uh, we'll be back next week with an uh, all-new episode. And I uh, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Yep. And uh, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindfudgecomedy. On Twitter, we're at mindfudgers. Or if you'd like to follow me directly, I'm at comicaljc. For Andy, you can find him at... My house. How did you get in here? Also at Princess Sophia SU on Twitter. And that's Sophia with an F. For the Greek Eagle. Jesus Christ, that was loud. Uh, <laughs> and you don't even have the headphones on. No. That's that's what made it, I think, even louder. Um, you can find me at George Trips is on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, more importantly, you can find our comic book Speak No Evil at Grey Bear Comics, G-R-A-Y. That's also on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, I believe. Yep. I haven't been on our Instagram page in a minute. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, okay. They didn't shut it down. Yeah, okay. And uh, also, uh, issue three will be coming out very soon. I know I've been saying that. The letters are almost done. Yeah, so uh, be sure to keep uh, posted with all the updates. We'll be posting pretty soon. And uh, if you want to get issues one and two, go to Comixology and look up Speak No Evil. Yep, or on our website, greenbearcomics.com. There you go. And uh, that pretty much does it, guys. So we will see you next week. Until that time... Just keep on working. They took a deer.